Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It's a two-man show this week. James is taking the week off. So it's just Tyler and I here to bring you all of the week five news and action and all the good stuff. And this week, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, one of my favorite ways to play fantasy football. I do the pickums, the prop bets. I keep getting closer and closer. I needed one sack from Josh Allen today. It was over under. It was over a half a sack. But on what side? Do you need uh, like the quarterback Josh Allen? Because they played exactly. against each other. They did, and I figured the last time they played against each other, Josh Allen of the Jaguars won that battle, right? That's true. And and technically, the Jaguars did win this battle as well. Um, but he got he did sack Josh Allen. He sacked himself, but he got called for a penalty by the way that he sacked him. The the crown of his helmet hit like Josh Allen's like face mask, so it didn't count, and I lost out on money. But cool. But that's part of the fun of underdog is those fun prop bets. You can pick defensive players. You can pick offensive players, overs, unders. You can do yards after the catch. There's all sorts of different ways to play. So I find it a lot of fun. But you can also do regular best ball stuff. NBA preseason just started tonight. Hockey opens this week. So there's a lot of different ways to play on underdog. And when you use code DHH, they're going to match up to $100 right away. So if you got 25 bucks laying around, throw it in there. They'll match 25 you got 50 bucks to play with, however you would like. Awesome, awesome deal from Underdog and a super fun way to play. You can download the app from the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store. And once again, when you do that, it is code DHH to have that deposit up to $100 matched right away. Tyler, it's week five. How you feeling? Good. Um, I, I lost a, a close matchup in UDPL. Anthony Richardson, we'll talk about that and what happened with him. But uh, Travis Kelsey... Uh, coming back in the game, if he wouldn't have come back in, I would have won. But he did. He came back. Because you know what? He just had to uh, shake the injury off. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. that's hasn't been overdone at all recently. R- what? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Did, you know, didn't, Travis Kelsey made some like some woman famous recently, right? I think so. Yeah, That's I heard she was a gold it. digger, and she was only with him for his money. Yes, but. and uh, speaking of that, she also had a run-in with Kanye, I'm pretty sure, at the Grammys or something like that. Oh, uh, That's where I know her from. Yes. That's right. That's right. Best album or something like that. You know, know what? Whoever it is, she was too good to show up to Minnesota today. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's not quite cold there yet, so she doesn't goes have Goes to excuses. Kansas City, goes to New York, but Minnesota, she just can't handle it. Yeah, a lot of people can't handle Minnesota. I've been there a couple <laughs> times now. I can handle it. So take that, whatever yeah, your name is. About, you're talking about coming back in February, and I said yeah. only the coldest month of the year for us. Yeah, so. February, maybe April vacation. We'll see. We gotta we gotta coordinate some schedules and seven see if jackets. I can make it happen. I had a pretty solid day in uh, in fantasy, so no complaints here. I was actually in it in a matchup where I I had Keenan Allen on by. Amon Ra was out. Jameer Gibbs was out. Javante Williams was out, and I started guys like Samaj P. Ryan, Wondell Robinson. I started Michael Thomas. I was in that match until Jamar Chase literally doo-dooed all over my team um, by the end of the 4 o'clock games, and I was like, oh, that was fun. 
and I'm going to lose by 25, but whatever. It's fine. I should, I had no business even competing because half my team is either on by or dead. So but. we had a lot of receivers go off this week. So we did. And we actually had some, uh, some get injured as well. And we had one get traded. So let's jump into that. It's not a huge move, but it is notable because as of right now, Miami's offense has the most yards from scrimmage after five games in NFL history. Uh, along with some elite teams like the greatest show on turf, the Rams of 2000, the Patriots of 2007, the uh, I think it was the Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning in 2013 was on that list. Um, so elite company for this Dolphins team. And they traded for yet another speedy player. Did you know, Tyler, the top seven recorded speeds this year of NFL players are all Miami Dolphins? Yes, I have heard that many times on the broadcast this week. I don't know if they said that at all. No, they hardly ever mentioned okay. how fast this team is and how accurate Tua is. It's so weird. I'm wondering, I'm sitting down wondering to myself, why don't they mention this? Look at all these guys running so fast. It really, it really grinds it, my gears. It, it does. Yeah, especially here in Rhode Island. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, so Chase Claypool was traded to the Miami Dolphins to be their wide receiver. I don't know, four, Six. five. Eight. Uh, so they traded on Friday. They traded a 2025 seventh round draft pick for Claypool. So they gave up nothing to get him. Um, Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel said the team acquired Chase Claypool from the from the Bears because he's quote unquote fast. Yeah. Well, he said, I know you guys want me to say it. I know you want me to say it. Yeah, he's fast. <laughs> uh, does the Chase Claypool trade to Chicago go down as one of the worst trades of all time? Yes. One of them. <laughs> I mean, Herschel Walker and Chase Claypool are probably right, neck and neck right now. So bad. Imagine the Bears being like, oh, we had like the, what, the first overall pick in the second round and we traded it for Chase Claypool when they could have gotten a, a ton Nikua. of. A, well, <laughs> yeah, but they could have got a ton of good players that were still available, obviously, at that point in the draft. Yeah, a team that needs good players. Just gross mismanagement. So that's quick notes on Chase Claypool in Dynasty. Whatever. I'm over it. Um, I don't know that he, I think he's a bit of a head case. I don't know if he's ever going to be a thing. Him um, and Robbie chosen. will probably hang out and try to figure out what hooligans are going to get into. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Uh, we did have a host of injuries this week and just some big names. You say so hostess? Let's, hostess, hostess of injuries? <laughs> yes. Let's get some Twinkies up in here. Um, <laughs> the number big one on Thursday night, we'll go with Thursday because it happened before today. Uh, Khalil Herbert is going to miss a few weeks with a high ankle sprain. Roshan Johnson was also hurt in that game. I don't know to what extent. So next man up would probably be the inactive Deontay Foreman. I know Kari Blazing game uh, received carries in that game. And they also picked Darrington Evans off of someone's practice squad who was with them last year. So uh, this just means like more running for Justin Fields, I think. What do you think, Tyler? I mean, we all hope so. He had 10 or 11 Rushes. He had double-digit carries for the first time this season, I think. Yes, which, uh, I mean, everything's coming together. Ever since they kind of let Claypool sit off to the side, they have been a really good offense. And uh, I know they lost against Denver, which is insane to think about right now. But, but this offense is rolling. And with no running game, I don't think they'll be as affected. Uh, Delta Foreman should come in and step up. Clue Herbert played really well the past two games, but he has. for me, I don't think it's going to have any effect. Delta Foreman, if he's on a free agent waiver wire, it'll probably be a game or two that Herbert. I, misses, dro so. I dropped him in UDPL. I was like, I'm done with Delta Foreman. Yes. <laughs> someone, someone picked him up. So good for that. Maybe they get a starting running back for a couple weeks, whatever. 
But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not too worried. Yeah, same here. It looks usually high ankle sprains are usually uh, like we're seeing it with Saquon. Usually three a three to, three to four game uh, absence. I don't know when the Bears buy is, but that could obviously help him get uh, return to the field a little bit faster. Uh, let's just give a we'll give a rundown here and then we'll circle back. So Justin Jefferson late in the game, he was not on the field for the last drive for the Vikings. He, he was dubbed having a hamstring injury. Hamstring, yep. So he he missed the rest of that game when they probably could have used him because they were driving um, to tie the game up. Uh, and obviously didn't do that in the same game, Travis Kelsey, I got not gassed, but I was like, Oh, it was a non it was a non-contact injury. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I thought it was Achilles. He ended up working through it and got back into the game. He ended up scoring the game winning touchdown for the chiefs, which is, which as Tyler said, not great for his fantasy team, but good for the chiefs in real life football. Um, so that's obviously going to be an interesting one. They dubbed it as a possible high ankle sprain, but he still went out there. So I don't know if they just shot him with like mule adrenaline um, or horse <laughs> tranquilizer and said, get out there, Travis. And, Wait, and, and his mustache said, okay. You've seen a mule, right? I don't think they have much adren adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, once they get going though, have you seen a mule kick? That's true. That's a I lot mean, of adrenaline. They're yeah. very docile, but once they get going, once look they out. give them a good old slap in the ass, they just get rolling. Exactly. I mean, much like myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, James Connor had a nice long run in the Cardinals Bengals game, and then uh, he kind of did this weird like twisting motion and twisted his knee, so he missed the rest of the game. And then it was uh, Mercado or Mercantile or Merkin, whatever his name was. De Mercado. Uh, De Mercado. I think it's a vodka too. I believe. Yeah, it sounds like a De Mercado. Yeah. Or a fancy like cocktail. Um, he took over the backfield duties from there on out and uh, ended up scoring his first touchdown in his career. He's an undrafted free agent. Could be available in your dynasty leagues. Keontae Ingram has been banged up the last few weeks and he hasn't been active at all. Uh, so we'll see on Connor. Tyler talked earlier about Anthony Richardson. Fell kind of awkwardly um, on his shoulder. Had the like, guy fall on top of him. And it, um, Do we know any, um, any sprain? He's AC having sprain. an MRI for, to see if it is a bad one. And it's or, his throwing shoulder, so this is. is not good. So uh, my guess is, oh, man, like Car Carr went in the week after, and his actually looked worse. But Carr has been known to kind of amplify how bad an injury is. He's a bit is. of a diva. Kind of like Mac Jones style. Like just, <sighs> We'll talk like, about remember, them soon. Remember his ankle injury, Mac Jones? I will never forget yes. how he was like bawling and just crying. It was like his leg literally severed from his off. body yes <laughs> yeah. like he was a what is it, a wishbone and they just pulled his legs <laughs> he wishes so, he, he wishes he could play in the nfl yes yeah, so uh i i'm not sure it depends on how severe it is i mean i mean they've got Minshew who's good so i wouldn't rush richardson back exactly and and they're not scared to be like well we haven't seen much of richardson we don't know what he is i think I they mean, are he's now been injured in three, three out of games. four games so it's, I mean, this was just literally the defender putting all kid. of his weight on him. And it's, it's defenders. I don't know if you've seen lately, anytime they get a They're chance to men. hit, I don't know. It, to me, it seems like anytime they get a chance to try to really just destroy a quarterback, they will do anything. It just seems this way this year. Like they're falling the on Williams top of bounties. They're they're falling on top of quarterbacks. They're like going for ankles. Like Mahomes today, I'm a Vikings fan, and Vikings like the defensive line were just like rolling on his ankles. It was like, come on, like I don't know what's going on with the league, but it yeah. just seems like quarterbacks are uh, getting hit a lot harder yeah. than they used to. 
Yeah, so we'll get some updates on Richardson during the week. I assume he'll probably miss a little bit of time. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't weeks. rush him. I wouldn't rush him back on the field if you have Minshew, who's who's out there winning games for you. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Uh, we did have a Chris Olave was injured today, and if you noticed last week and this week, he hasn't done much. He did catch a touchdown today against the Patriots because that's not hard to do. Um, but apparently, he had a, he had a toe issue going into the game, and I think he only had that one reception for the touchdown, and that was it um, for Chris Olave. Tank Dell went out of the game with a uh, what looked like a concussion, concussion after a long yeah. after a long like thirty yard uh, gain from C.J. Stroud. Daniel Jones left the game with a neck injury, and then Zay Jones uh, scored a touchdown and then exited stage left. Beautiful touchdown. Knee. Yeah, Zay Jones, good good football player. As much as like when they drafted him, and then he had his mental health issues, and everyone was kind of like, "What's up with Zay Jones?" He's turned it around, so good so- for him. I, I honestly think Zay Jones and Chris Carter in the end zone with the toe, t- the toe drags and all that are very similar, a lot more similar than people think because Zay doesn't get enough credit. But when he's on the sideline or back corner, like he is so good at getting those toes in. Yeah. And it's people don't give him enough credit. I agree with that. Zay Jones has become a really good NFL player, but he did leave with a knee injury. He missed the last couple of weeks with an injury, so obviously something to keep an eye on. Still plenty of work, though, for Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley this week as the Jaguars upset the Bills in London. Brighton early in the morning, 9.30 Eastern. Why is my light so bright? I don't know. (laughs) If you're watching on YouTube, A, thank you. B, don't mind my super bright light. And uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Doug actually records in front of his car. And he just has the blinders on. <laughs> yeah, it keeps me scared the whole time, like I'm going to get hit. So it's it, it gives me the it's, it's that jackass adrenaline I was talking about. It's like just it, it constantly goes, and I'm like, oh, keeps me on my toes. That's a good uh, idea. So that was a good injury roundup. Lots of big stars, obviously situations to monitor. We started bye weeks this week, and I don't know about you, Tyler, but there was some rosters I had that were pretty heavy on buys plus injuries. And it made for some interesting starts. And some of them worked out and some of them didn't because that's how it goes. I did start Julio McLaughlin in a couple leagues. Ah, Sarah's son. I bet, you know. I will remember a, this time that I he started. He had a him. very, very memorable performance because he looks good. He, all he does is score touchdowns in the preseason, the regular season, his efficiency per touch. You'd think Denver, maybe when they're winning a game. Would run the ball. Would run right? the football. <laughs> right? Yeah, like look at Kansas City. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the world, and when they're up and they need time to drain, they get Pacheco the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, Pacheco is another guy who's a sixth, seventh-round pick, like McLaughlin, who's a later-round guy and undrafted. Oh, he's a, he's a yeah, yeah. UDFA. So why not give a running back the ball, You know, drain 40 seconds off each play, and you're on your way to victory? Hey, if you're watching Saturday Night, look at University of Miami. All they had to do was literally kneel the ball and win the game, but they didn't. They ran the ball, they fumbled, and they lost the game. That is what happens. Like, take notes, everybody. It's it's time management. One of my favorite sayings is play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Where is this game? In it's Denver. The, it's, it's the game of life, Tyler. This is what it's, it is. Oh, okay. Well, I am winning a lot of dumb prizes. <laughs> I've been to your house. You do have a lot of dumb prizes. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? What'd you say? Uh, oh, man. George Kittle, another touchdown. Live updates. Let's go. Woo. So, uh, oh. Let's talk about this week. Yeah, I, You can start us off. 
All right. I w- I'll start on Thursday and I'll go with Justin Fields. Um, the roller coaster that is his value is insane because it went from he's gone, uh, give me Kyler over him easily. You couldn't now, even trade him in a league. You said. No, I, I, I can't. I trade, I tried Bryce Young straight up for Fields on his downfall and I got declined. And I'm playing the guy that declined me, so I'm hoping I beat him. But see, it was. It was like up and down. You didn't know what to do with him. And then he starts going off. And then you try to trade him. And everybody's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. What's his, Where's his value? Because now Kyler is quoted to be probably not playing this year. Like, there's a good chance he's out this year and out with the Cardinals. And now, like, Kyler versus Justin Fields, I would say their value are very similar because the unknown. Where are you going with that? That's a tough one because I've never been a huge Kyler fan. None of us really have. I mean, so, we've made fun of them. <laughs> but um, but um, I also realized that if the Bears end up having two top four picks, there's a very likelihood that they could take a quarterback and replace Justin Fields. Now, would Justin Fields be a starter on another NFL team? If he came to the Patriots, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta, I think he would be. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a startable quarterback. It's, there's a lot of unknown in that statement, right? And He's it's the same Baker thing with Mayfield Kyler. Like, where does, where does Kyler go? Like, Kyler would be awesome in Minnesota. I would say right – he would. I would say right now give me fields over Kyler. And part of that is personal bias just because I don't like Kyler like as a and person. Age. I mean, you get three years? Something like that. Age doesn't bother me with quarterbacks, to be quite honest. Um, what about because we've seen quarterbacks, quarterbacks – wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real niche market. Um, <laughs> Bryce Young and Kyler. For me, I would take Fields because he's more durable. Kyler's had injury issues, and I just don't, I just don't like him in general. So give me yeah. Fields over Kyler. Yeah, the nice even though thing Kyler's about, a better passer. The nice thing about Kyler though is you see a little change in him with uh, the Cardinals. Uh, he has been quoted saying that now that he's away from the game, he misses it more than ever. So it could be a hey, maybe we'll see. Maybe when the new Call of Duty comes out, I should just stay away. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna stay. That's why he wants to stay out for the year because he wants to play Call of Duty in November when it comes out. Which again. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but no, I th- I thought Fields um the last two weeks as a passer has looked much better, much more comfortable. I think that they're finally scheming a little bit more for his strengths as opposed to trying to fit him in a box. Um, which I think they were doing through the first few weeks of the season. And it was a lot of, obviously a lot of struggles. Obviously they choked away that game against Denver and that wasn't, I mean, fields played well, but he had that that was a coaching. That was a coaching decision. All they had to do was kick the field goal and they probably would have won. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So DJ Moore, he's at five touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Uh, He's done, right? That's it. He can't get I mean, any more. He, he doesn't exceed usually five to six touchdowns. So I think yes. he's probably tapped out. Yep. So Sell don't high. expect, don't expect any more touchdowns from him. I mean, no, he's if, done. if we're going by the law of averages, that is what happens. Yeah. But you love to see the rapport between the two of them. And yeah, Moore's I mean, always been a good player. It's not, he's never been the problem. He's yeah. never had good quarterback play. So Carolina is looking for a wide receiver one. Carolina is you know, looking for a lot of things. You know who they could use. DJ Moore. <laughs> you know, you might be on something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just throwing that out there. And I saw a tweet that said week five of last year, Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore were on the same Carolina Panthers team. And that blew my mind. I forgot. feels like Christian McCaffrey has been on the 49ers for what for seems like no. four years. No. 
Yeah, it's interesting how Carolina's chosen to kind of trade their two best playmakers and replace them with old Adam Thielen, who's been playing well. And and hey, look what happens. And Miles when Sanders. You, look what happens when you allow Bryce Young to open up a little bit. I know it was garbage time, but he's good, quick pace. Let the guy just go. Yeah, he's still his. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, when we saw who was it? Maybe Jalen Hurts. Who is just really slow processing when he first got into the NFL, yeah. and he's holding the ball too long. He's taking sacks. He's under pressure. The, the game speed, and the same thing happened with Justin Fields. I remember Justin Fields as a rookie held the ball forever. Yeah, and and he still he still does that from time to time. But for me, it reminds me of those guys. Is that Bryce Young? He's not up to the NFL speed just yet, and I think he'll end up being fine. It's just going to take some time, and he doesn't oh, yeah. have dynamic playmakers around him like the tight end position. Hurst and Tommy Tremble, cool. Wide receivers, Thielen, Chark. Go okay, a couple tea. veterans. Go get T. Mingo. Mingo, who laid out Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> oh, boy. He's Did you a, see that I mean, Hutchinson me, one-handed pick, though? Hutchinson is so good. Like, Jags should have picked him, and they did. M- Mingo laid him out, and I was like, oh, that's a hit pointer. And Hutchinson was, like, trying to celebrate, and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I, I, you know, the rumors of needing a wide receiver one. T. Higgins is a perfect fit for him. They have the money on a rookie quarterback. You might as well go out and get him. I mean, what, a second because Cincinnati's not going to pay him. It's an early second, and you're getting a wide receiver one. Might as well. And It might be like the, a third because the, they have to pay him, but I get and it. And the Bengals yeah. can throw in Charlie Jones and Isolophagus. Andre, I shavai, shavash. So, uh, His legal name, I think. I mean, and look at the Bengals without T. Like, I, I feel like Joe can actually just hyper-target chase uh, like is, he has been the last two weeks which is just fine because that's what should happen like yeah, you have an Bengals record for catches today you have an alpha like that target him he just like the Vikes do with Jefferson I, I forgot who it was it was like Troy Aikman and they're talking about um CD Lamb because CD Lamb Dak wasn't targeting him in a game mm-hmm. and he goes if I had a receiver like that I'm targeting him all the time I'm yeah, looking just like his just way. like he did with Michael Irvin Yes, and he's like, I'm looking at his way every play I have to throw. He's mm-hmm. my first read. Doesn't matter. And if he's close to being open as one-on-one, he's getting the ball. So that's how studs like that should be played. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about another quarterback play. I want to talk about the Patriots, A, because I'm a Patriots fan. But B, Sorry. if you roster any Patriots on your dynasty teams, it ain't looking good. I What's love Max Ramondre. Value right now? Huh? What's Mac? Max value? If, does anyone even want him? No. Like, is a he third? a starter? Shouldn't... If he if he goes to the Vikings next year. He could probably do okay in that system. But, like, I he's it. And part of it, here, here's the thing. People are blaming. There was one of the interceptions that wasn't on Mac. It wasn't his fault. But part of it is everyone complained last year when Matt Patricia was calling plays. Guess what? They brought in Bill O'Brien who is supposedly the savior of this offense, and they've scored three points the last two weeks. They're scoring less points this year than they did with Matt Patricia, who, quote-unquote, sucked horribly. Maybe Bill O'Brien ain't it. He wasn't a great OC at uh, Alabama when he was there. Just going to say it. So, I don't know. I think that what happened to Mac last year with the Patricia thing and the injury and the no vote of no confidence, more or less, now they've benched him three times in a calendar year. Like, what they are the Pats? Zappy, right? 
Like he has to be the starter next week. Or Will Greer, I don't know. Like they got to do something. But Mac, it, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine when I was watching the game, and I told him about the trade that you made, uh, Pickett for Mac. And I go, that ended up being the biggest wet fart trade, like for those two guys. I know Pickett's younger and he has better offensive weapons, but I was just like, that trade was like. So it, it, I trade up to get Gibbs in that. And yeah. Actually, I used Mac to get C.J. Stroud in the same league. So. You always got to keep. You always got to keep wheeling. I know you and Izzy both said don't do the trade because I I had to give up Gibbs to get Stroud, and both you and Izzy were like, no, don't do it. Hang on, the Gibbs his values solidified, and now the turns tables. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting today. Let's talk Lions a little bit. So the Lions were without Amon Ross St. Brown. They did not have Jameer Gibbs, and they still hung what forty points. Forty-two. Um, 42. Uh, Jared Goff looked great. We saw Jamison Williams a little bit. He looked a little lost at first. I think they'll eventually they'll, bad drop. they'll start to work him in more. But David Montgomery, I mean, if you're in redraft leagues, he's looking like a league winner for you because he drafted him like he's a perfect late round QB. And then we have to talk Sam Laporta because it makes my heart smile every time Laporta has over 50 yards a game, which, oh, by the way, is every single week he's played in the NFL. He two had 47 more... today. Okay, so he's had 47 or more <laughs> yards in every game. But he scored two touchdowns, and that's the important thing. And I believe he's the tight end. Is he the tight end one on the season? Or he's tight end one or two. He's close. I was told that rookie tight ends aren't good by many people. And I am glad I doubled down. I traded up in three different leagues to get Laporta. I was in on him because of situation, draft capital, athleticism, yada, yada, yada. So Laporta, if you drafted Laporta, and especially in your tight end premium leagues, you're starting him every week, and you're looking like a slam dunk where you got him probably mid-second in a lot of those leagues is where he was going. After Michael Mayer in some cases, um, and who Mayer, who's, you know, he may take a little bit of time because they're still targeting Austin Hooper, for Christ's sakes. And Dalton Kincaid is playing a lot with Dawson Knox. So he's not getting uh, a lot of uh, love right now. So, yeah, Sam Laporta. Awesome. Yeah, I, I offered Kyle Pitts straight up for Laporta earlier this week, and I got declined. Now, Kyle Pitts actually produced 7 for 80-something. Yeah, it was weird to see him catch passes. 10, 10 targets. And um, the my comfort is knowing that a lot of PT people that I follow have said Pitts' knee injury seems to be a slower recovery, and it seems like they are correct on that as as time, as the season goes, he's going to get healthier and healthier, and he will play better. And I mean, they showed they showed videos of his routes earlier this season, and they were he slow, clunky. He clunky. Yeah. It did not look like the athletic freak that we're known, you know, to love. And this is the first game back where it's like, okay, we we've got something again. Yeah. Janu fumbled, and uh, you know, almost had another fumble. I, I would like to say during that game, so. Uh, Pitts, I won't put him in the safe to start yet, but we, if Ritter can play like this a little more, we might have something. Yeah. If they open and up the offense, Houston. it is, I mean, Houston, we didn't, though. we didn't see Drake London start to produce until the end of that game when they needed him to. And guess who came in clutch Drake London with three catches on the final drive and look like a stud. Like just do that all game. Like just target your good players. It's not really hard. Arthur Smith. And, and as much as I like Tyler Algier, don't give him more carries than Bijan Robinson. Like, yeah, Bijan is a star. 
he's an athletic free. He's like one of the best running backs in the league already. Yeah, he is. He had a couple one handed catches. Speaking of that, that we didn't mention Jonathan Taylor getting his contract. Hmm. That was not in the news. So, that uh, is true. Uh, if you guys went on and bought and didn't listen to me, congratulations. Because this is, <laughs> I was telling Doug last night, this is the first ever time when a value has sunk so low to where it's buyable that I actually didn't go after. Because it's a running back. And it's a running back. And I'm kind of kicking myself. Like, even, I, even running backs I do, but Jonathan Taylor is still in that, like, elite value. I mean, James went out. He bought Taylor from Madison in a second. That's a genius move now. Yeah. And, and you know, Zach Moss going off. Zach Moss have a day. I mean, that's probably your, like, walk-off day because Taylor will get more Well, involved. they did say they're going to slowly start to work Taylor in, in the next month, which okay. was a little, like, okay. Like, I think it'll be this week, next week, and then by week three, it should be wheels up on JT. And if Zach Moss can run like this, and it just, to me, it just shows the offensive line is a lot better. Way better, because they and, sucked last year. Yes, and they should be, because they are an elite group. They are a very good group. So, to me, this just says Zach Moss is running behind a good offensive line. I still don't think he's great, but he has improved mightily. Like, he was running behind into offensive linemen's backs earlier in his career, and now he's actually looking and seeing holes. Instead of ghosts, like... Sam Darnold and Mac Jones. Oh, I don't want to hear Mac that Jones face. Mac Jones resting face always looks like he's seen ghosts. McCorkle Jones. Yeah. Yeah. He's not Mac anymore. He's McCorkle. <laughs> yeah, I know he's, he's his legal name now. He's McCorkle Jones. And Can I'm we not talk about a chain, a chan, a chan. You know, I, before we do, I'm going to apologize. I was wrong. I didn't, I thought he was too small. I didn't really like his game. A lot of people like, he's the perfect fit in Miami. I got so excited. Those people were right. He's averaging, what, 11 yards a carry on the season? Nuts. Nuts. I mean, here's the thing. It's going to regress. So don't be surprised when he has a Is game it? where he's bottled up. Yes. I mean, you're not going to finish the season at 11 yards a carry, Tyler. It's, it's never been done. I well, I'm not. Happen. Me personally, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't even carry anything for 11 yards. Um, <laughs> But so for me, I was wrong. I didn't buy into it. I thought people drafting him at the end of the first round was way too expensive Maybe I just didn't see the forest through the trees and realize that, yeah, it is the perfect fit in that system because I didn't really like the player. For me, when Moster does it, A-Chan does it, like, it'll be interesting once Jeff Wilson's healthy and they start to give carry oh, to all three. But he here's is. the thing. It, it doesn't <laughs> – here's the thing with A-Chan. It doesn't matter because when he gets the ball, he's scoring. Yep. 11 carries, 151 yards, I think, and Silly. a touchdown. Like, he he's – like people are like he's so fast, and you may look at and watch the videos, and you're like, I'm not seeing it really. He just glides like it's like a Lamar Jackson style fast. He, like he, he's he, like an Arian Foster fast. Well, Arian Foster was not fast. <laughs> no, but but he had long breaking runs, and he never looked like he was moving fast. He just That's looked true. like he was moving smoothly. Yes, and like Tyreek Hill looks fast. He looks super fast, and Achan is. Almost as fast, but just looks like he's running at a different speed. And that is with, like, he is legit Olympic-style speed. Like, that is his type of speed. So this offense fits him perfect. Um, I've seen on Twitter that is he a top-five RB in Dynasty? Cool. I'm not ready to crown him yet. People have gives behind him now by a lot i think in uh, i was listening to uh locked on podcast with dlf with ryan mcdowell and they do the the startup adp 
And I think Achan is like RB 10 or 11 in that, October. Yeah, I was going to say, that is going up. I would not doubt that he that's, is. That's wild to me. I, I'm not ready to commit to that. I mean, Dynasty, Dynasty Rich, uh, who was touting Achan since, uh, since the beginning, loved his tape and everything. Um, he said he'd give up two first for Achan oh. in a contender. So Oof. a 24 and a 25. Uh, no, you wouldn't do that. I mean, it's, no. a, it's a running back. So You're buying the hot new thing, and what happens when that hot new thing becomes warm and then it becomes cold? And it's a running back. If you're going to spend – I yeah. would never send two firsts for a running back. I don't care who it is. Unless I was, like, on the cusp and I needed McCaffrey. Yeah. And I wanted to win the league really, really bad. Like, sure. But to do that with Achan, no. That I would send two firsts for a stud wide receiver. For sure. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it for a running back. Or even a yeah. quarterback in Superflex, like if it was like a you know a Josh Allen type or something like that. I mean, you're not getting Josh Allen for two firsts. No, but you could send two firsts and something else. Yeah. Like so, a Brock Purdy. I mean, I, I still <laughs> am not sure you're getting Josh Allen for that. The way, Josh, the way Josh has been playing, which is very good. Um, he played okay today. Yeah. A-Chan is interesting for sure because, like you said, a lot of people are off him. Now it's just got quiet with absolute love. That's all you see. You don't see a lot of the haters, which is, you know, X. That is how X works. <laughs> that is how X works. Speaking of rookies, uh, it was interesting today to see Cooper Cup return and look like Cooper Cup. He had a productive get- game over 100 yards uh, but guess who had the touchdown and a pretty solid day himself? Do you do you know who that was? Uh, Puka? Yeah, Puka had a good game. He had 11 targets, just one less than Cooper Cup. He went 7 for 71 and a touchdown. Um, and he was on the field a ton. So my inkling was the people that were like, oh, when Cooper Cup comes back. Well, first of all, Puka was only lining up in the slot 30% of the time. And that's where Cooper Cup lives. So for me, it was going to be like, they're going to hyper-target Cooper Cup like they always have. And Naku is going to get targets. And that's exactly what happened today. So if you and you didn't sell Puka and you were waiting for this game or you're worried about it, you don't have anything to worry about. He has a role in this offense, clearly. He has great rapport with Stafford. Stafford knows exactly where Cooper Cup is and exactly where Puka and Naku are on the field. And that is a huge, huge advantage. So think of this. Puka fumbled the ball. Cooper Cup recovered that fumble. So, you know, just think of that. I don't know why it like, came to me like, wait. Sure. The teacher becomes the helper? <laughs> right? I have no idea where I was going with that, but I just thought that was pretty interesting and, and quite yeah. funny because no, I, people. I, yeah, that's, so that's an interesting one. Going to back to X, I saw Ray Garvin, a friend of the show, and our intro voice. Yes. He uh, he said, hey, maybe Puka is just Robert Woods in this offense. Hey, okay. Robert Woods was awesome. Like, that's perfect. He was a wide like, receiver, too, in this offense. And and that's what Ray was saying. Like, hey, this can work. If just, You know, quit freaking out. Cooper Cup's going to get his, and Puka's going to get his as well. This might hurt Kyron's targets a little more, and Higby as well. Sure. but And think... and uh, Tutu. Tutu only had yeah. five targets. He did have a touchdown, though. He did catch a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to the other side of the ball, Dallas Goddard, just get out. Like, had a massive game. Sell, sell, sell. Sell. Led the team the in hat. targets. Yeah. I mean, A.J. Brown did his thing. Devonta Smith, Yikes. You, know what's, you know what's funny? is It's coming. 
his massive game is coming. It's a, oh, it's how it AJ Brown's is. had three in a row now. Yep. So Devonta didn't catch that one pass until I think like late in the third quarter too. It was. Like, it was really late in the game. So his his game's coming. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously, you're holding on Devonta Smith, who entered uh, in October DLF startup. He's now the wide receiver ten, I think, which is the all time high for him. Good. So, he deserves it. Yeah. He's he's very very good. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, fifteen carries for seventy two and a touchdown, plus three hundred yards passing. You'd love to see it. Back to the old Jalen Hurts because he hasn't been running the ball as much this year. Um, so this was very much, and you know, to get those fifteen for seventy two. 13 of those were uh, the the brotherly shove over there. So <laughs> that thing works every time. It's like Sex Panther, except Six, it works every time. 60% of the time. Every time. <laughs> except 99% of the time, it works every time. Let's talk about Brees. Brees Lightning, he's back. Yeah, they, t- they said they were going to take the chains off of him. But, Doug, if you take away that 72-yard carry, he only av- – no. You know, if you take Adrian Peterson's – Total long carries, and you take those away. Adrian Peterson would be a terrible running back in his in his day and age. No one ever took Barry Sanders' negative runs away. Yeah. <laughs> why? Oh, it's because he can't. That's why. Yeah. Zach Wilson, uh, he threw an interception. You know, I you know kind of slowly getting closer to midnight again with his Cinderella game last week. Yeah, he didn't lose the game for them this week, though. And and Brees did look good. I mean, he, he did have that long run, but he's he's looking like he's back. And they said they were going to take the governor off of him, and they did. Uh, Dalvin Cook is just a fill-in and to give Brees a, a breather. Wondering, what, wondering why the hell he went to the Jets in the first place. Well, he probably thought, like, with Rodgers, they'd contend for a Super Bowl, and now they're contending for, like, third place in the AFC East. So, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. I mean, they're they're holding on. And, and hey, let's not, let's not forget, like, Rodgers – he is literally planting on his feet now. Like, it's insane the recovery he's going through. And I thought to myself, hey, everybody's talking about Achilles injuries and how long they take. And Cam Akers was the quickest to come, come back after four four months. But this is a quarterback. A quarterback that it, wasn't his, it wasn't his push-off foot. So he doesn't need the explosion from that. It's his plant foot. So as long as he has stability there. He could come back a lot sooner than people think. Like it could be November, and I would not be shocked. It would be, yeah. I mean, it would definitely be interesting. I have him on dynasty league, so that would be interesting to get him back. Um, you know what I found interesting today was watching the Steelers and Ravens struggle for four quarters. Can we? Um, maybe it's just going to take some more time, but I know everyone was excited when the Ravens picked up Todd Munkin to run their offense. Uh, are we sure about that? Yeah, for me, it's their weapons aren't as special as we thought. Zay Flowers is a target hog. He is special with the ball in his hand. Bateman, every time he gets hit, he's hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Bateman had a couple. He had an egregious, well, not an, a completely egregious drop in the end zone for a touchdown, but it wasn't great. And then he had another one that he just, he he like fell before he could catch it because I think he was afraid, afraid of contact. He's, he's like in Minnesota when he was playing here, he was such a good tracker of the deep ball which Minnesota never had. He was so good at it and so good after the catch. He had so much confidence, and watching him play now, he's a shell of himself. All the injuries have just drained his confidence and getting tackled or having any contact. I just think it's kind of affected his whole entire play, and it sucks because I thought he was going to be a really good receiver. Uh, Beckham, he's the same way. He gets oh, hurt he's every time. All the time. 
He gets hurt all the time. They tried to throw him a jump ball, and like there was no juice on that jump. No. It was like it was like three inches. I think I had better hops than him right now. I mean, I'm six foot four, so I could have just put my arm up, and I would have had better success rate. Yeah, and Mark Andrews should be a focal point in this offense, like uh, he was last week. Yep. And this week he got 10 targets. Zay, Zay got 11 targets, which is always good to see. Yeah. But Zay should be the first read. Mark Andrews should be the 1B. And then just go from there. Bateman should be like a Tyler Boyd-esque. And uh, Odo Beckham should not be here. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> the loss of Dobbins really messes up their offense. I mean, Justice Hill, nice little story. Gus ain't it. Gus ain't it. Justice Hill ain't it. Like, they don't have any juice in that backfield. And Dobbins could have provided that. Um, so I think that definitely affects things. But... That was a that was a hard game to watch. Najee did nothing. Not, Give the ball. Keep giving the ball to Jalen Warren, please, because he's the guy that looks like he's an electric player in space. There was one drive. It was like Jalen Warren, Jalen yep. Warren, and making plays, like making plays, making tackles. Najee's like balance. two yards in a cloud of dust. Like Najee is worth us a, a, a mid second right now, and I think if you're lucky, that that's sad. I know. Like Jalen Warren right now is worth way more than Najee. And if I were to say that a year ago, you guys would all look at me like I'm dumb idiot. I'm a dumb idiot. Like, hey, Najee's it. Najee does not work in this offense because there's no explosive piece in this offense. And when Najee's in, they expect a run. And get rid of Matt Canada. The guy can't call a game. At least Pickens had a nice game, but like... You want to know why? Because Kenny Pickett finally said F it, and when he's one-on-one, I'm throwing him the ball. Yeah, because he's going to win those. They call him 50-50 balls. With Pickens, it's like an 80-20. Yeah. Like, easy, because he's a freak. He's got such long arms. It's if only, If only the oh, – we were talking about this day. If only the Patriots would have drafted George Pickens over Tyquan Thornton, that would have been nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Patriots in their long line of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Look at this face. <laughs> you know, if you're on YouTube, just – Click out. You don't want to see this oh, face. Every week when the Patriots play like crap, we always go into this like, oh, we should have drafted Lamar Jackson over Isaiah Wynn and then taken Nick Chubb over Sony Michelle. Imagine where the Pats would be now. AJ Brown over that. Nikhil Harry. <laughs> if Tyler, if I ever come across a time machine or a genie <laughs> bottle, these are the wishes that I'm going to make. I, You're not wrong. Hey, if if Atlanta could have taken Sam Howell over Desmond Ritter, that would be go. fun. That would be absolutely be a lot of fun. Of, of fun. <laughs> like I thought about that today too. I'm like, everybody's like, oh, Desmond Ritter's back. No, if we had Sam Howell and that like tough gritness, oh my God, Arthur Smith would be full hard on the sideline with that Sam Howell gritness. It's the pleats. <laughs> So I need to return these to the pants store. <laughs> With his mustache just sitting on the sideline. Don't don't worry about me. I don't look like a pedo. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoy Arthur Smith as a head coach. I he's a headache for fantasy. Oh, for sure. But hey, you know, it's real life. They're three and two. They're playing good ball. It is what it is. And you anything know, else you, you want to talk about? love his story. Anything else you want to talk about this week? Um, Jaguars, ATN? Look good. ATN, ATN went off. He doesn't. So Etienne in college was super fast, electric, straight line guy. In the NFL, I don't see it, but he's breaking a lot more tackles than I expected. Yeah, he's like, playing tougher than he did in college. His sure. his rookie year, he you touch his foot, he's down. I mean, he got hurt his foot injury. He had Liz Frank, but maybe that's why he fell because he hurt his foot. <laughs> when he oh by the way, fourteen straight games with the CMC touchdown sleeper reported. Yeah. Uh, God, the guy's insane. He's automatic, man. 
Uh, also, CMC, uh, you should use some keeps because I noticed that wearing a football helmet has affected your balding up top. <laughs> yeah, I so. think I think Olivia Culpo was just going to leave him now. So, oh, for shame! They're, they're going to be like, oh, I can't date you anymore. You're terrible. Uh, but no, Etienne, he like I said, he's running tougher. He's breaking more tackles, and his balance is a lot better. And like I said, when in college, I was like, you'd you'd like breathe on him and you'd fall over. So that's awesome to see, and I think that's helped him. And out it's his a lot. backfield. Tank is not getting involved. No, and what we saw at Tank in the preseason, I don't know what happened, but Tank seems hesitant in the hole when in the preseason he's he's slamming the hole as hard as he can <laughs> uh, excuse me <laughs> i mean the titans had a good game hopkins had his best game of the year i'm not building too much off that uh, i'll get my quick takes on the rest of the games and we can get out of here sure so um jakes and bills james cook better days are ahead and i think kincaid better days are ahead too he, it's a good buy and low opportunity for kincaid who's a player we all really liked. Uh, Colts, Richardson, just stay healthy, man. Like, he's Josh, so fun to watch. Can we watch. talk Josh Downs? Josh Downs, if Minshew's playing, good, because yes. he's going to get the targets. And let's not forget, when Richardson was in, he was getting targeted as well. Pittman is a false alpha. That's that's what I'll say. He's he's a great, too, false alpha. You you don't agree? No, I don't. I think Pittman's that guy. It's just the, the offense holds him okay. back. Uh, Saints Patriots, I won't dig too deep into that. But hey, Olave, I don't think is a true one as well. I think he's a false alpha. He's a great two. He's an alfalfa. He's an alfalfa. Raven Steelers, we already dug deep into that. Yeah. Uh, Texans Falcons. Let's see where can I go here. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I don't fall for the Pitts game here, but be encouraged. Like keep an eye on it. I wouldn't be. He's on an automatic start again, but right. Just be encouraged because if he can stay healthy. And Ritter can get his head out of his ass. This is uh, good. Bryce Young, we'll go Lions Panther. I think Bryce Young is a huge buy right now. People are not believing in him, and I see a lot of promising things. Yeah. I see a lot of promise, and it's all based off what you said, timing. And hey, when you're counting in your head three seconds, it's time to get rid of the rid of the ball, buddy. Like you're done. Get rid yeah. of it. I I was counting on one play when he's holding on to it. Holds it, it was forever. Three point like six seconds. It's like. You should get it out by 2.5 or so. So, yeah. yeah. Bryce, it is coming. I think he's got talent. And uh, his pocket movement is a lot better than people are giving him credit for because with how bad that offensive line is, sometimes he can really move in that pocket because he's tiny. You don't see him. (laughs) Uh, Giants, Dolphins. um, What what can I say here? Uh, Dolphins. Giants are bad. uh, I think Jalen Waddell. A huge, massive game is coming. He almost had. He should have had two touchdowns, but he yeah. wasn't looking. Um, I think a massive game is coming for Waddle. I just feel that uh, like Bengals, Devonta Smith. He's due. Yes, Bengals Cardinals. Um, where can I go with this? Hollywood Brown still underrated. I I think he's he caught a touchdown today. He's getting like fourteen to sixteen PPR points. He's been every super week. consistent. Yes. Yeah. And he's still only worth probably a second. Yeah, and I I would do that instantly if you're a contender. Eagles, Rams, uh, Kyron is probably the biggest sell in the world. It should have been last week, but this week I think you're gonna have to take a little wait discount. From, wait for him to have another big game. Yes, but I I think he's one of the bigger sells. Uh, Dallas Goddard too. Get out, get out. <laughs> and Chiefs, Vikings. 
I will go with uh, Rasheed Rice is probably a good buy. He's just Mr. Reliable in the red zone. If it's not Kelsey, they're looking Rice's way. And Justin Ross had a really nice catch. And they just seem to he, not he, want to get He looked a get, little rough too sometimes, though. They, it just seems like they don't want to get him on the field. Rice, it's all about explosiveness. He doesn't have that explosiveness, but he's so good within the pockets of the zone and reading the field. So mm-hmm. in time, there will be an alpha. Tony, he got hurt again, and he got frustrated and threw the ball. If somebody didn't see he's, this. He's such a punk. He looked at the defender after he got hit and rolled on and looked at the guy turned like he wasn't going to throw it at him, and then literally chucked it at the defender that tackled him. And I was like, okay, that's obvious to me. I hope somebody else saw it. But no he was thanks. frustrated that he got hurt on that play, and he took it out like He gets that. hurt on like almost every play. So whatever. Yes, and, and Clyde? Clyde looks good with his given opportunities. He looks Pacheco's thick. backfield. He looks thick, thick though, like Clyde Edwards, because he got sick, but he looked like getting that weight. Yeah, but this is Pacheco's backfield. He got sick, and he got thick? Pacheco, worth a second in my eyes because I think he's a running back until he's done. Yeah. Use him Which, and abuse him. Can we yeah. talk Tajay Spears a little bit? Tajay Spears? Yeah. He looked uh, good. He's got no ACL, so you don't have to worry about ACL injury. That's a plus. I mean, that's that's literally the best thing you could want. Like, if J.K. Dobbins had this, he'd be like, all right, I'm all in on J.K. because <laughs> nothing can happen to him anymore. I don't have to anymore. worry about it. Yeah, Tajay Spears looked good. He scored his first touchdown uh, this yeah, week. Also, looks ungood. Chica Conquo got nine targets, so he's starting to get more involved in the passing game, which is he good looks to see. slow. Chig, he yeah. looks sl- he looks slow, and he looks he looks like he's stumbling over himself all the time. Like <laughs> like he looks like Eric Decker, like just tripping over yes. his feet. Yeah, that's fair. and and with Derrick Henry, he is just a bowling ball that is not. He doesn't have the explosion anymore. I don't think. And like when I was watching today, showed it off last week. I don't know. He what had a it big is. run last week. He was pulling away yeah. from guys. I mean, maybe he's more of a straight line guy now. But before yeah. he had some lateral movement, now it's just I'm going to run straight right through the hole that I was called, and that's it. I mean, there's a reason why Tajay Spears is playing a lot of snaps. Uh, you got any more takes? No, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, looking through here, mm, yeah, I think that's about it. Brock um, Purdy. Top 12, oh, top Broncos, 12. Julian McLaughlin, just keep playing him. Like, I know Javon, we like Javante, but McLaughlin's got that juice. And if the Broncos can just commit to the run game, I think they would do a lot better in their games. Sadly, um, Javante could have a Najee Harris type, you know, trajectory where it's going to start falling. We'll and see. McLaughlin is going to start going up because. Like the, Warren? Yes. They got that it, juice, man. It, it, those little Beetlejuice style players, Beetlejuice, Beetle, but. Juice bugs. Yep, it's there. <laughs> I got yeah. a headache all day. Yeah, beetle juice bugs. Mm-hmm. Beetle juice bugs. Yep. I said it three times, so somewhere beetle sit juice on the is couch and up. take Sit on a couch and take a number, Tyler. <laughs> beetle juice is somewhere in my house right now. I said it three times. Isn't that Candyman? Or Bloody Mary? I don't know. I say I say a lot of things multiple times hoping they'll happen, and they don't, so... <laughs> Can't relate. Lots of money. Lots of money. Yeah. So McLaughlin, that was one of my big pickups listening to Cecil Lammy and him go on about him in mini camps. I went out and picked him up in a bunch of dynasty leagues. And I started him in a couple leagues today because I had injuries and buys. So thank you for your 15, 16 points you got me, Jaleel. Much appreciated. Love those undrafted running backs when they hit. Yeah, that's all I got. So uh, before we wrap up, I did want to give a shout out. We did a terrible job with our sponsors this week, except for at the top was phenomenal. 
But I did want to give a shout out once again, brought to you by Trophy Smack. If you need a trophy for your fantasy football league, fantasy baseball just wrapped up. So if you need a trophy, they got you. Obviously, with basketball and hockey starting um, right around the corner, trophies for all occasions, all different needs. They have stuff for the losers of your league too. Use code DHH ring. You can get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or belt. I also did want to give a shout out to Manscaped, one of the best products that I use on a regular basis. I trim up this beard. I trim up this beard. All with my Manscaped with the Lawnmower 4.0. It's got the the light on it. It's waterproof. Yes, I clean it off when I go from head. <laughs> from my chest pubes onto my ball throw. My ball throw. <laughs> yes, I, I clean it off and make sure it's okay. But it does a great job on all areas of my body. I'll send you my address if you want to find out. But it also has a no- nose and ear trimmer. When you're old like me, you got those stuff popping out of weird places. You can trim that up real quick. Comes in a great storage bag. You're going to get a t-shirt or even underwear. Maybe even both. I can't remember. But it comes with all sorts of awesome stuff. Yes, both. Very super comfortable shirt and underwear. James was rocking it last week. If you want to go back in the archives, you can see what that shirt looks like on you. He was rocking the underwear. Cannot confirm, but I did see the (laughs) shirt on him at that time. Uh, Just an awesome, awesome product. Use code DHH. Save 20% on Manscaped. And if you do that, you'll get the crop cleanser. You'll get the ball deodorant. All the good stuff to make you smell, feel, Maybe even taste nice. I don't know. Ask your lady friend. Use code DHH on manscaped.com and get that 20% off today. Any final words, Tyler? No. Uh, we're, on, we're, on to week, we're on to week six. We're on to week six. <laughs> and the Patriots are on to the Raiders, where they'll probably lose again and be one and five. And Tank McDaniels and- will be like, ah, ha, ha. I have beat you. Yeah, well, they lost in hilarious fashion there last year. So... Let's see if they can top it this year. Yeah, Mac Jones literally got pile drove into the by a cra- by a crazy person by a crazy person, which we all hope he's okay because that I do is too. A... That, yeah, that Jones family is something else. Yes, Anywho. I mean he's he just wants to go hiding with his brother. Well, that's gonna wrap us up for GHH <laughs> this week. For Tyler, for Doug, we're on to week six, and we'll see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. Like and subscribe.